0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDSE. Flex, ATX, the podcast, no shows the last couple of weeks. Shout out Texas basketball in the tournament. Shout out Texas baseball tonight. So, But we decided we got to get you a little something. We just crowned state championships last weekend. Uh, and, and I know you miss us on the airwaves. So me, Zach Lucero... Nolan Hogan.
1: What up?
0: Decided to hop in here on a mic and give you all some basketball content. to Just kind of wrap up the season. Uh, Before we get to that, though, Nolan, uh, anything new with you last couple weeks?
1: Uh, Nothing much. Birthday's this weekend, turning 22, so I'm excited for that one on the 19th. Um, Excited to be 22. New year, new me, you know how it goes. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it in my life. Um, Been excited watching college basketball recently. It's just a lot of, you know, March how it goes. Um, Yeah. It's just... A lot of high-quality high, high quality basketball being played, and everyone's playing hard right now.
0: Yeah, UIL state championships make way for March Madness. Um, but Nolan, you you were already in here. It, it's a Tuesday. You're going to be in here on Tuesdays uh, yep. for, for the foreseeable future. Can you tell us a little bit about what you have going on?
1: Yeah, so Tuesday nights, uh might move over to Monday nights. We're, we're recording our Eyes on Texas podcast with Aaron Hogan as the host, as, my, as well as Mike Craven over from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And Aaron Hogan is? Aaron Hogan is my father. Uh, I yeah, my father, Aaron Hogan, uh, he is the host of the Eyes on Texas podcast, the multicast as he calls it. It's all over social media at Eyes on Texas Pod on Instagram, Eyes on Texas FB on Twitter, and you can find us on YouTube at Horn FM 1049, The Horn YouTube, and on Dave Campbell's TF on, uh, on YouTube. So, also. Out on Spotify and Apple Music, Apple Apple Podcasts,
0: and you're the person like in, in charge of the clips and, and producing yeah. it. So if anybody has some cool Texas-related clips, they can email them to you or yeah, send them to shoot, you on social media.
1: Shoot them to me, DM them to me if you got any uh, if you got any cool Texas stuff that you would like E. Hogan to put some thought on or have Mike Craven talk about for a couple minutes. I mean, I'll be more than glad to throw it up there and make it a suggestion for these guys to have a topic.
0: Um speaking of speaking of trying to do things uh shout out Zay Collier shout out to Zay We tried we tried to get him on the pod but uh technical difficulties couldn't get it worked out. We'll definitely talk basketball him uh, here uh with him in the future. Uh but I think to start out the, the best case the best way to do that um is to just kind of wrap up who did win UIL state championships in 5 and 6A the, the the major classifications. Um so the state tournament after the regional finals four teams go and play or yeah, four teams go play in San Antonio. Um, a little bit of a tournament tournament format, um, and then and then the uh, the state championship is crowned on the weekend. So the four teams in five A was Dallas Kimball Veterans Memorial, who's a somewhat of a local school. They they're in a local district. Uh, Colleen Ellison in Mansfield Summit. Dallas Kimball beat Veterans Memorial fifty to forty seven. Colleen Ellison beat Mansfield Summit fifty two to fifty, and in the uh, in the finals, Dallas Kimball. Uh, all over Kaleen Ellison. They win 69 to 48. Dallas Kimball is your 5A state champion. And in 6A, Beaumont United, uh San Antonio Brennan, Richardson Lake Highlands, and DeSoto. Uh, you may you may be familiar with DeSoto. Uh, they beat they beat in a state championship mm-hmm. in football. They knocked Weiss out of the playoffs in the first round in football and in basketball as well. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Um uh, but in the first-round matchups of the tournament, Beaumont United beat San Antonio Brennan 70-68. to San Antonio Brennan is the school that knocked out San Marcos this year in the playoffs. And Stony Point. And Stony Point. Uh, and then Richardson Lake Highlands beat DeSoto 52-44. And in the state championship final, Richardson Lake Highlands beat Beaumont United 55-44. So shout-out to Lake Highlands. They are your 6A state champion. A lot of fun basketball going on in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. Uh, the last weekend uh, but I think the, ne- the next thing the next best thing to do uh, to kind of wrap up how things were in our neck of the woods is to go district by district and the kind of the flex coverage districts talk about who made the playoffs in that district um, and, then, and then I have a couple of the uh, all-district superlatives that we can talk about as well uh, start off in 5a 23 5a that's that district with Connolly, Hendrickson Eastview Georgetown Flugerville, Cedar Creek, Elgin, and Basketball. If you didn't know, these districts are just a little bit different uh, than the football district. Um, but the four teams that made playoffs in that district, this is 23 5A Connolly, Hendrickson, Eastview, and Georgetown in that order. Connolly was the longest lasting team in this district. They beat Lassa in the first round, beat Belton in the second round, lost to Brian Rutter in round three of the playoffs. Hendrickson beat Northeast, uh, at another one of our local schools but lost to Kleene Ellison in round two. Kleene Ellison is one of those state championship tournament teams. So not a bad loss in round two of the playoffs for the Hawks. Eastview beat McAllen round one, but lost to AM Consolidated in round two. And then Georgetown lost to district champion LBJ in round one. Uh, a couple of notes uh, from the all-district team on that one was Hendrickson had a really good basketball year. Both Louisville schools in that district, Hendrickson and Connolly, uh, Hendrickson providing both the offensive and defensive MVP in that district. Davion Allen. And Amir Thompson was a defensive MVP for 23-5A. Moving forward to 25-5A, that district is Rouse, Leander, Hayes, Glenn, Cedar Park, Liberty Hill, Lockhart, and Lehman. The four teams that made playoffs in order was Rouse, Leander, Hayes, and Glenn. Rouse, uh, district champions, beat Tyvee in the first round, beat San Antonio Breckenridge, but lost to Veterans Memorial in round three. Veterans Memorial, another one of those state championship tournament teams. Uh, you yeah, have one of the final four teams. Leander lost to Bernie Champion in round one. Hayes lost to San Antonio Wagner in round one. And Glenn lost to Veterans Memorial in round one. So a lot of state championship flavor um, in, in terms of some of the losses for our guys. And then to the superlatives from this district, Jojo Moore out of Rouse was MVP. Co-offensive MVP was Cole Andrew Heights from Rouse and Chris Brenham from Glenn. Defensive MVP was Amari Howard from Rouse. Newcomer of the year was Aiden Dessou over at Hayes. And Coach of the Year was Shane Krause over at Rouse. Um, Nolan uh, Hayes, you're a Hayes guy, mm-hmm. and and I feel like the 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 spotlight and, and the the talk has been the clock has been ticking on on uh, Dylan DeSue's brother Aiden Dessou for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's young and up and coming. I think he's a sophomore or junior. Uh, it was his first varsity season, but he balled, man. I mean. Uh, kind of slow start at the beginning. He had to get back in the rhythm of being at a varsity level, and he really just took off towards that second half and just was outstanding on the defensive and offensive side of the ball.
0: Yeah, a great segue between these two districts as Dylan DeSue played over at Hendrickson, which is in 23-5A now, and then uh, the DeSue sisters, and then the younger brother, Aiden DeSue, uh playing at Hayes now. But a really good uh, – Kind of the same kind of flavor for, for for basketball as it was for football in terms of Hayes. They started out really hot, had a lot of conversation and buzz around the, around the program, um, but but kind of fizzled out in the playoffs, and, and they lost in the first round as San Antonio Wagner. I um, know and, and a, fo- a bunch of football players are real big-time difference makers uh, for Hayes. Um, I'm pretty sure Zach O'Bara, who, who mm-hmm. you're, we're going to be talking to soon on the Flex show, we'll get to in a minute, um, is on the team. Chris Bruce was all-district player for, for Hayes. Uh, but at Hayes, a school that's that's kind of out there, not not the biggest school. So you got a lot of guys that are playing multiple sports.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, in that area, you just kind of with the new transition to that Johnson school, mm-hmm. you kind of have the the selection is kind of dimmed. You used to have Kyle kids, Buta kids, all merging to Hayes, but now you got. Kyle kids going to Hayes, and a couple of San Marcos kids, and a couple kids that might have gone to and now going to Hayes, But now all the Butte kids straight Johnson. Yep. So, and some Dripping Springs area straight Johnson. So that kind of it kind of whittles down your options. Of you used to have a three deep on your team, and now you got maybe one or two guys that can play each position. So you naturally now you have guys like Chris Bruce playing both ways as a sophomore. You got guys like Zach Obara who started out playing running back, but ended his ended his career playing both ways. I mean it's, it's just how you how you gain your respect I guess at that level now at Hayes is you're, if you're play, if you're not playing both ways you're not you're doing something wrong.
0: Yeah, both ways and multiple sports for for both of those guys. And moving on to the last and final 5A district. We're going to talk about 24 5A. Uh, that district is LBJ, McCallum, Northeast, Lhasa, Crockett, Travis, Navarro and Eastside Early College. The four teams that made the playoffs in order was LBJ, McCallum, Northeast and Lhasa, LBJ beat Georgetown, but lost to Brian Rudder in round two. Brian Rudder knocking out a couple of our uh, of our flex coverage teams. Uh, McCollum lost to Eastview in round one. Northeast lost to Hendrickson in round one. Lassa lost to Connolly in round one. And that's kind of the tough thing um, about having so many districts that we cover is is there's a pretty high possibility that they're going to have to knock each other out in the first or first round or a little bit later in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And 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 that was the case between uh, between 23 5A and 24 5A. Um, a couple of superlative notes from twenty four five A. CJ Carter at an LBJ winning district MVP and then defensive MVP. Um, a, a guy that we talked a lot about in the football season was uh, Jaquan McGee. Uh, Jaquan, Jaquan McGee signed to to play junior college football, then won uh, defensive MVP of his basketball district. Flex ATX, the podcast, the basketball pod, wrapping up the basketball season for twenty twenty three. Moving on to 6A, twenty-six 6A to be exact. That district is Westlake, beto Johnson, Lake Travis, Anderson, Dripping Springs, Bowie, Austin High, Dell Valley, and Akins. Anderson lost to Stony Point in round one. They were the last team to make it into playoffs. They had to, actually had to have a play-in game against Dripping Springs after the district schedule uh, concluded to even make the playoffs, but lost to a really good Stony Point team in round one. Like Travis lost to Round Rock in, in round one, a game that we talked about on the show, where they
1: scored twenty three points. Yeah, it was a
0: very very low scoring game, and and we'll get to someone that was a big contributor in that game uh, here in just a minute. Um, Buta Johnson, probably one of the storybooks uh, teams of this of, of this twenty twenty three season, them and Stony Point, and we'll talk about Buta Johnson in just a second, more in depth. But Buta Johnson beat Vandergriff round one, beat New Braunfels round two, and then uh, lost to Stony Point, and probably the the, the biggest. Uh, the biggest game uh, of the year, one of the biggest uh, attended games, one of the biggest kind of flex flair type of local games that, mm-hmm. that we had this year was buta Johnson and uh, and, um, and Stony Point. And then Westlake, they won the district, uh hotly contested district between them, Buda Johnson and Lake Travis, but they did edge it out. They beat Westwood round one but lost to San Marcos in round two. A uh, couple of guys from, from this district, uh, offensive MVP, Wonder Kazooie from West, from Westlake, off and then co-offensive MVP with Quentin Harrison from Buta Johnson. Newcomer of the year was Judson Lowe from Jipping Springs. Offensive MVP, uh, defensive MVP, excuse me, was uh, Leonard Moore from Round Rock, mm-hmm. uh, the football guy who's committed to Notre Dame, the defensive back. And then MVP of the uh, MVP of the district was Hudson Greer, a guy that we've had on the show, friend of the show. And then coach of the year was Ben Kennison over at, over at Butta Johnson. Um, Nolan, how surprising and, and how cool was it? Um, just kind of being from that area to see the noise that Beto Johnson made this year on the basketball scene.
1: I mean, it was shocking, in my opinion, from my p- perspective. I I thought they would just be the kind of Anderson level when it came to facing like Travis and those guys. Like they'd, they'd beat the, they beat the teams they're supposed to beat, but when it comes to the bigger upper echelon of Austin area talent, they, it just doesn't compare. But now you got guys like uh, Quentin, and you got. Another tall. They got a lot of tall kids on that basketball team, And So they they really last last season. I watched a couple of their games, and they seemed small. So I think that, I thought that was going to be an issue for them. But now, once they got the size and Quentin and the other and the other tall kid, I can slip in my mind right now. But he he's throwing down dunks as, as a white guy. He's throwing down dunks yeah. <laughs> like he's tall. He's throwing down dunks. He's lanky. He can get around the court. But it was really nice to see Buta Johnson in Hayes area, the Buta area really. Sticking it to the West Lake, going one and one with the difference of three points in those two games, beating Lake Travis, being on top of Lake Travis in the district at the end of the day, uh, it's just it's really nice to see, and I'm, uh, I hope it continues going forward.
0: Yeah, and and, and they really uh, were competitive against Stony Point for a while until Stony Point kind of caught some momentum, and, and and Stony Point ended up being probably the best local team. So yeah. that's not a that's not a loss that, that anyone can sneeze at. Um, but moving on to twenty five six A, that Stony Point district, that district is Stony Point. Round Rock, Westwood, Vandergrift, Manor, Cedar Ridge, Vista Ridge, and McNeil. The four teams making playoffs in 25-6A were Stony Point, Round Rock, Westwood, and Vandergrift squeaking in. Vandergrift lost to Beater Johnson in round one, really kind of igniting the the, the the head of steam that Buter that Johnson had into their little playoff run. Um, Westwood lost to West Lake in round one, a really close game of that one. Round Rock beat Lake Travis in round one, lost to San Antonio Reagan in round two. Stony Point beat Anderson in... Beat Steele, beat Buta Johnson, and then lost to San Antonio Brennan in round four. Um, San Antonio Brennan, another one of those schools that made the final four, made the UIL state tournament, so not a bad loss at all for uh, for, for Stony Point. Um, a couple of superlatives from this district district MVP Josiah Mosley, offensive MVP Caden Branch from Westwood, defensive MVP uh, Leonard Moore. Sorry, I got that confused with the last district. Uh, defensive MP Leonard Moore from Round Rock, and then uh, newcomer of the year was uh Uziah Bunton, Uzi Bunton for uh for, for Stony Point, um, a name that that people really heard a lot of. It was uh it was the two Mosley brothers and and then Uzi Bunton were, were kind of the the, the, the the people that ignited that Stony Point team and the and the, the really key factors offensively for, for that Stony Point team. Josiah Mosley, a guy that um it, him and Hutchin and Greer are probably the biggest kind of caliber recruits in the area, already has an offer from St. Louis, um, one of those good basketball schools um, and then Josiah Mosley, a guy that's coming back for another year, still has another year before he uh, makes his call its decision. Um, so, but 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 Nolan, I mean, it, it, it was really fun. I mean, you've been around the Westwood program a little bit, seeing those basketball mm-hmm. guys, um, uh, and, and then Stony Point making the kind of that storybook run. Uh, Round Rock playing just such a different breed of basketball that you see nowadays. Um, so it's so really a fun district to follow.
1: Yeah, that district is awesome to like for basketball reasons. Like you said, the Round Rock playing a whole different brand of basketball, just playing you're not going to score on a defense play type of basketball. So, I mean, like you said, I I watched a lot of Westwood. I filmed their games back when we were filming mixtapes. And I think like Westwood was one of those teams that they had a lot of chemistry, but losing Zach Angles, Zach Angles was that guy that if they ever needed a bucket, give it to 12. Mm-hmm. And for that for when he lot when when he moved on to UMHB where he's starting and playing D1 basketball, you just you look at that and you're like that's a, that's a tough loss. And for a team like that, so for Gabe Parr to really step up and still take third place, Gabe Parr was a phenomenal as a junior, really good as a senior. He's lanky, he's he's a good shot. I mean, and then they got that point guard they can really run the court. And so. Gabe,
0: Gabe probably like one of the faces of basketball in the area. Oh, like for you, sure. you think of basketball yeah. like you think of Westwood because you think of Gabe. Yeah. Uh, you used to think of Gabe and Zach, but I mean Gabe is just such a um like like a presence on social media. He goes to all the all the Westwood sporting events. So yeah. um a, a a fun it's been it's been a fun a few years to to cover to cover Gabe in 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 his basketball career.
1: Yeah, and even Stony Point who like we we knew it was going to be good when they started the season, and they hand out the season in a top five position, top four, and in the state, which is phenomenal to, to, to do out of the Austin area and to put eyes on this area and that district is just—it's great to see that we're getting those eyes from the other from the other areas that are coming into like Stony Point, number four in the state. Yeah, we you're, you're thinking out.
0: state-ranked teams in, in Austin. You, you're not thinking Stony Point. You're no. thinking. You're, you're you're thinking Westlake. You're thinking like Travis, mm-hmm. um, but but st- but it was Stony Point this year, and I think it's going to be Stony Point for a couple years to come. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a couple of districts that we don't have many teams that we cover in. Uh, Twelve six A Hutto and Weiss both made the playoffs, uh, but both lost in the first round. Hutto lost to Cedar Hill, and Weiss lost to Desoto. As we mentioned, Desoto making the final four. Defensive MVP in that district was Dylan Richardson from Hutto. Uh, but another one, another school that was does. That we kind of saw coming for a while on the basketball side of things with San Marcos in 27 6A um, winning district and then going on quite a playoff run beat San Antonio Clark beat Westlake beat San Antonio Reagan um, beat San Antonio Warren and then lost to San Antonio Brennan in the region final a game away from uh, from making that final four from making that state tournament Malik Presley a guy that has a Texas offer uh, Caden Gums uh, a couple of big time Hoopers
1: yeah uh, San Marcos was one of those schools like you said it's just gonna was expected to play well this season, and they had the hype around him coming in with Caden Gums going to Texas State and Malik, who can go anywhere he wants. Go anywhere really. he wants, yeah. Like, he has, he has all the power in his in his options. So, I mean, that team was scary to start, and they have Oria down low who can get boards, just run the boards. Uh, So losing to San Antonio Bren, is nothing to blink at. That team is good. They're, they got a kid um, – Who's D one? He's a sophomore. They're gonna have to mess with him for another two years. It's Kingston Flemings, uh, like that. That kid is nationally ranked. He's a four or five star athlete on that basketball on the basketball court. So, if 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 he sticks around in that San Antonio Brandon area, that San Marcos is gonna have some tough tough times if they try to make more playoffs runs.
0: Yeah, Malik Presley, probably him and Hudson Greer. Um, him, Hudson Greer, Josiah Mosley. Uh, probably the biggest the biggest recruits we have for right sure. now, Malik Presley. This was a senior season, so no more Malik for us, unfortunately. Um, but 6'6", over one hundred seventy pounds, rated three stars on twenty four seven. Has offers from Arizona State, Houston, LSU, TCU, and Texas. So um, hopefully we'll be seeing we'll, we'll be seeing Malik Presley um, in, in a couple of years when we're talking about March Madness this mm-hmm. this uh, this time of year.
1: Yeah, hopefully he's on that court with uh, Ron Holland and AJ Johnson. That's all I gotta say. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, I'm sure your dad would like that. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure once he
1: commits, they'll they'll
0: talk about it on the podcast for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah, that'll be a definitely topic.
0: Uh, well, that'll do it for our basketball talk, Flex ATX, the podcast. Uh, like I said, no shows the last couple of weeks. Uh, shout out Texas basketball, Texas baseball. Um, but we have a really fun show coming up. Uh, not to, not not what not tomorrow. But uh, the following Wednesday, the 22nd, the 22nd uh, can you kind of tease some of the
1: guests that we're going to have on that show? And it's going to be a very Nolan show. It's it's going to be the Nolan show this week. It's going to be me and Deco. Uh, Zach sadly leaving us for Idaho. Who you call me? Um, we're going to Idaho. So, I mean, we're going to be running the show. It's going to be us, me, Deco. We got Bryce Hager, NFL vet coming in the building to give some insight to these young kids. And then we got uh, Hayes takeover, Hayes-Hawk takeover we're going to have. We have a uh, Zach Obara running back room. We got Kyrie Payton to the complete that running back room, and we might have Chris Bruce. He's a surprise guest. He might call in. He's busy. He's might, a he secret. might call in. We might save him for later. We might save know? him for later if if we get if if time complies and we'll we'll get him on. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for that Hayes takeover. I mean, Hayes alumni, so it'd be cool to have that in the studio this next week.
0: Well, like Nolan said, we will see you on the 22nd. For the Hayes Takeover, for the Nolan Deco Takeover, for NFL Brett, vet Bryce Hager. That'll do it. We'll see you next week.